0: we completely yield ourselves to you speak to our hearts revive us yes again again by the preaching of your word in Jesus name amen amen I would like to greet you once again in the name of Jesus. I last greeted you on Sunday. I trust that the Lord is giving you grace to move on in this journey. It's not an easy road. You see, there's the, the devil will throw whatever he wants to throw in the, in the middle of the road. But Did you realize that the Bible says to them that overcome? And it says that in every generation. So which means in every generation it is not an easy road. And there were many excuses of those who did not overcome. Uh, we would have overcome but because of this in our generation it was very difficult in this area but you see in every age despite those things that discourage there shall be those who shall overcome it and, and uh, so whenever a morning comes and you are finding yourself in your Christian journey still walking in this journey, you are an overcomer. And so, God bless you, overcomers. Amen. And may we continue to overcome every day. Uh, and uh, we shall render the power of Satan powerless. We are reading out of Second Peter chapter 2, chapter 1. And uh, we shall read verses um, sec- Second Peter 1, 12. Um, I'd like you to remember Brother Shem in prayers. the uh, the people there they actually they had i forgot to tell you on sunday but they had their first uh service last last saturday Uh, and he told me that that it was attended by 16 students and uh, he told me what he preached to them it was a very good subject and uh, so in that meeting they agreed to meet twice Actually, some one of them was suggesting every evening. <laughs> but they agreed that they would be meeting um, uh, twice a week. And by God's grace, I'm planning to be taking the second day. I think it um, will be, it, uh, I don't know what, what they agreed on. Maybe. Uh, Friday and Saturday or Wednesday and Saturday, Thursday and Saturday. So I'll be going there every uh, Saturday and we share the message with those students. I think that is a very good way for this message to go into the aviation industry. (laughs) Really, I believe that each of us whichever area we are in we can penetrate that area with this message if indeed you are truly burdened for this truth You want everyone to hear the message. You want everyone to go to heaven. So, I mean, you might be a student somewhere. You might be going to work somewhere. Whatever you are doing, please remember the Lord. Amen. Amen. So we are reading verses 12. A baroya petere a yoku vidi, a sule so called nyolekumine bidi. I hope everybody's there now. So we wmw to say more peter, a choke vidi, a sule bidi. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth. Amen. You may be seated. So, My subject to you this evening Um, is part two of what I shared with you last Wednesday. How many remember what I shared on on Wednesday last week? What was that? The message of the hour. And so, I usually speak for one hour on Wednesday and I'm asking for your undivided attention as we try to see what the Lord has for us tonight. So Peter here writes and talks about what he calls the present truth. It is impossible for there to be more than one truth in a generation. There has never been more than one truth. There has always been one truth. And when Jesus came on earth, he said, I am the way, I am the truth he did not say I am a truth but he said I am the truth meaning outside of me you cannot find truth There is no truth anywhere else. Actually Jesus said that all the others that came before me they were thieves and robbers. But he said that I I am lowly and meek. But then he said I am the truth. Not only the truth. He also said I am the way. And he also said I am the life. So if you want life If you want the way, if you want the truth, there is only one truth. And And that truth will be the same in every generation. It can never change. It can never change its form. It will always remain the same. Time will change seasons will change but the truth will always remain the same People even change. The people that are on earth today exactly in 1,000 years if the Lord tarries, you will not have any of them on this earth. And And that has happened several times since the days of Jesus Christ. You've had generations disappear completely And and other generations come But the truth has remained the same. And no man can change the truth. Man will deceive man. And they will appear to follow things or traditions which appear like truth. But regardless of what the devil tries to do, the truth cannot be changed. The truth cannot be exchanged. The truth cannot be debated on. The truth remains the truth. And nothing but the truth. And so God in his will he uh, gave his word. The Bible says he gave his word. And he said, great was the company of those that published it. There are very many of those. You find there are many preachers. You find there are many uh, 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 prophets. Many writers. For example, the book of Acts. of the apostles. It was written by a thick look. He was... A, a, a doctor I believe <laughs> and, and 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 other books <laughs> written by other people although there were others who did not know how to write <laughs> and <laughs> others who did not even know how to read <laughs> but God through them he gave his word <laughs> and when God gives his word <laughs> in the book of Timothy <laughs> he says all scripture <laughs> is given by inspiration of God and he says it's profitable for doctrine. For correction. For inspiration, uh, for instruction. That a man of God may be perfect. Thoroughly furnished. With all good works. So the word of God cannot be changed or exchanged. There have been many other people that have come with ideas they have uh, been like Buddha for example Buddha. like Muhammad for example Muhammad-i. and uh, John Smith. Smith the one who came with the, with the idea that he met angels and they gave him a book which he called the, uh, the, 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 the third testament and he says the bible is true bible in but God gave him a third testament tonda in addition to the bible and there is a big denomination that that follows that uh, uh, doctrine and I believe they have the third testament things that are not in the bible but it is in addition to the bible you find Muhammad Muhammad. he said that what he had was given to him by administration of angels at a certain mountain there in the Middle East. And it is spoken that the Quran is holy. Because the Quran has holy scriptures which came by the ministration of angels. And you have many other books. There is uh, this other book, I've forgotten its name. There are several other books that are considered to be holy books. And many people believe in them in the world. But all those books came after the Bible. There is no book. There is no revelation. There is no inspiration. That will be more than the Bible. That will be true. We got that. Praise the name of the Lord. Every man or woman that claims to have met God he cannot come back to us with a different revelation than that which we have received. Are you following me? I'm I'm a preacher so I'm preaching this to you but really I'm teaching. Sometimes I think, I say to myself let me just go and uh, be a quiet teacher and I teach this thing really well and I fail because I'm made different. Now, I want you to look at Galatians chapter 1. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to bring perspective to you regarding this message. Verses 6 I marvel that ye are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. So, in other words, when when Paul writes to the Galatians, he's telling them something very important. He's saying that I'm so surprised that when you came to the knowledge of the grace of Christ through the gospel but that you've been called into another gospel now you've been removed from this gospel and you went to another gospel all these others I've been telling you are also called all these other books are gospels but then he says it is not another gospel but there are some that trouble you and pervert the gospel of Christ. So, meaning all these other so-called gospels, all these new traditions and ideas, it is not another gospel. The Quran is not another gospel. John Smith's Mormon teaching is not another gospel. Buddha is not another gospel. Oh, there is even Christian science. There are many, there are many more now. you It's not entirely something new. But what is it? It is a perversion of the true gospel. There have been those that have made big denominations what and there have been those that have come and preached privately and they say God sent them but when we see what they are preaching it is not bible based it is not founded in the scriptures that is how we are able to know that is the perversion of the truth and it is not the original gospel but here is what Paul said though we are an angel come from heaven. Uh, from preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be a cast. Now, what Paul said, sealed it. There is no angel. There is no man or woman that can preach any other gospel. Brother, can you give me more bass or more sound? A little more sound. Hallelujah. I, I want you to follow me closely here now. Paul put a seal to it. These men will come and try to preach to you another gospel. But it is not another gospel. It is a perversion of the true gospel. But if anyone come and do that, Paul placed him under a curse. That includes these big religions and denominations. And also, they just the preachers. Now, remember, I'm talking about the message of the hour. We have had a confusion people have many times thought that the end time message is something new with what we have seen in the scriptures the end time message cannot be something new it cannot be something different from what was given in the beginning it cannot be a new revelation more than what is in the bible if it is then we would be under a curse but I want to tell you this in every age in every dispensation God sends a prophet God sends prophets but when this man comes on the scene he doesn't come with a new message he comes with the message of the hour listen to what I said, the message of the hour what is the message of the hour the message of the hour is the present truth what is the present truth there is only one truth and that is Jesus Christ that is God himself he is the only truth I am the way, I am the truth truth. I am the life. In every generation When a man comes on the scene Do you know what he comes with? He comes with Jesus Christ alone He points you to Jesus Not to an organization Not to himself Not to somebody somewhere Not to a headquarters somewhere He points you to Jesus And that's how I'm able to know Oh, that this anti-message is the truth. This anti-message is, is the message of the hour. Hebrews 13, says, Jesus Christ is the same. Help me finish it. Yesterday, And today and forever, (laughs) what is he trying to say? The truth is the same yesterday and today and forever. The truth can never change, the truth will always be the same. That's why when William Barnum came, he said, I preached what Paul preached. (laughs) <laughs> the message of William Branham is not a new truth it is the same truth which the apostles taught. but what our religions have done they have perverted that truth the truth in the beginning said a woman cannot be a pastor but today the the theologians they look into that truth in first Timothy and they say "Ah, this one is no longer working let us change it a bit and place where it says talking is talking about the deacons and he's talking about the deacon his wives they, for them they say let us write let us not write another bible let us not do another bible people will realize let us do another version uh-huh. and then in our version let us remove a few scriptures let us add some so that we can bring our doctrine and pervert the truth to suit our teaching did you know even the homosexuals have made a new bible did you know the bible which supports them just the same way the women preachers made themselves uh, uh, their own Bible version just the same way those who don't believe in the Holy Ghost also made their own Bible versions. Man has always tried to pervert under the inspiration of Satan. But the word of God was given by inspiration of God. And it can never change. It will always be the same. When Brother Barnum came on the scene, he said, Listen, I preached what Paul preached. But the, the generation that we are living in has been perverted away from that. They said, No women can preach now. It is all right. That one is perverted even babies can now be baptized. It is all right. That was a perversion. Uh, as a matter of fact, we can even baptize by sprinkling. That was a perversion. But we can even use Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Instead of Jesus, that was a perversion. And now why does God need to send a prophet? prophet to restore to restore the present truth. Back again! This message is not a new idea. That's why I keep telling you it's not a new church. It's not a new religion. It is the original faith (laughs) which was once delivered to the saints. And we who received it, we are still contending for it now. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, contend for that faith. Which was first given to the saints. We are contending for it. By believing it. By preaching it. But when we do to the people who have been perverted. They think we are wrong. But we are not wrong. We have the present truth. That's the message of the hour. When brother Barnum came, the prophet of our generation, he came with a message of restoration to restore us back to the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's not a new idea. They are the ones with a new idea. It's not a new idea. And I ask you a question now. Can there be more than one truth? Now we cannot say everybody going to the rapture should be in our church. The things I'm speaking are very important for us to understand what we believe. We cannot say all those going to go in the rapture are going to be a part of our church. That's the reason why the message cannot be denominated. If the message, for example, was like the uh, uh, seventh Day Adventist What does it mean? It means for you to go to heaven, you must join that denomination, sign your name on the book, and you are a member of that denomination. And when Jesus comes, he will rapture the members of that denomination. And that denomination has a headquarter. It has the archbishop. But what did God decide to do? He said, my truth will remain. I am going to send someone who is completely out of all their systems. Someone they can't understand. Someone is that is not loyal to them. Someone that is only loyal to me. And I'm going to bring my present truth to him. And I will tell him to go to all of them. And give them the present. My seed, my children, who are among them, when they hear this present truth, what will they hear? Come out of harm, my people. Come out of denomination. Come out of religion. Come out of the systems of man. Come into the truth, into Jesus Christ. And this message has called us out. This message has been sent to all denominations, and who are those going in the rapture? It doesn't matter where they are. They will hear this truth, and, and they will know. believe it. They may, be, some of them may be in the mosque right now, or oh, 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 celebrating now. IDI. And maybe some of them are the bride, and they, they have not yet had the message. Of the So the question is how will they hear the people who have already heard God will send them those who are truly convinced, they will be burdened on their heart to go and tell those ones. If you know there is a truth that takes us back to the Bible and these people will hear and they will come out One way to know that you are fully convinced is when you are truly concerned. Imagine the souls you speak to every day. What do you tell them? In 10 words, 20. In a day you have with them. Have you spoken to them about Jesus Christ? If you haven't, I doubt that you are convinced. You may be on the road, but not yet fully convinced. But if you are fully convinced, if you are fully convinced, you are going to be concerned you're going to tell them you're going to tell them you're going to push them you're going to squeeze them you're going to do everything you can to bring in everybody you can Why? Because you are convinced that what you have is the truth. Let me tell you, me, I'm so happy in my heart to To know that whenever I preach the gospel now to somebody, I am not bringing them to a denomination or even to my church, but I'm presenting them to Jesus Christ. Are you not so happy to know that you are not members of this church but you are members of the body of Jesus Christ and how do you become a member of the body by believing Jesus as your personal savior and by being baptized in much water and then he fills you with the Holy Ghost that one makes you a member of the body of Jesus Christ Christ. When the day you receive the Holy Ghost, he will burn out those fleshly desires. He will take you away from the world. He will separate you from the world. He will put you in love with him. You will be reading the Bible. you will will be be praying you will be going to church you will be nursing you will be on fire what is that that is the message of the hour the message of the hour is not a religion it's not just another religion if it's another religion I I better leave it because it's just a waste of time We are not here to build another one man's kingdom. I feel sorry for people who, uh, 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 you know, try to build kingdoms in the message. We cannot build kingdoms in the message. This is the kingdom of God. And it only stands with the message, with the truth, with the word. So, I I read for you last time this quote. I feel to read it again. Here is what Brother Barnum said. Not for one moment do I bring a message to the people that they may follow me. Or join my church. So even you people who go to preach on the streets, what is the target? everyone that goes to to do what they call witnessing they are going to bring church members isn't it they preach to people they go to bring church members so that they can give them money so that they can build their kingdom. But let me tell you the true bride of Jesus Christ is not going to do it that way. Why do we evangelize? Why do we preach to the lost? We have only one purpose not for them to join our church. That is nothing. You can join my church and still not go to the rapture. We are going to preach to them. So that we can introduce to them the present truth. So that we can show them Jesus Christ. According to his word. So that we can tell them. The rapture is very soon. The coming of the Lord is very soon. Soon, so m- that we can tell them t- receive the holy ghost t- are you hearing me church t- if they join our church t- it should only be for the purpose of them uh, being uh, continuing on on that road uh, path of being encouraged to pursue that So I I even wonder Let us not just be church members Let Let us be people here Who have a purpose Who know why we are here We are not here to fill the church Me I don't care whether I'm preaching to two people Or a hundred people What I care about is people who have a burden And a desire to go to the rapture If I have five of them Oh, I'm very satisfied But I know they are not only five in this city. They are more than a hundred. They are more than two hundred. They are more than a thousand. They are more than five thousand. But where are they? How can they come in? Those who have been convinced, they should go on the streets. They should go on the radio. They should go on TV. They should go everywhere they can go. Burning with a desire to bring in the lost soul. But the problem that we have, no, our we motives have. are not right. If your motives to fill your church. God can't bless your work. If your motive is just to uh, uh, get people and get money, that's, God can't can bless that work. It will be your work, not, not the work of God. If my motive to go to the radio is to become famous, then God can bless that work. But if our motive is right, if our objective is right, let, let me, do me do. tell you, God will be behind us. If we have little, but He will mat- multiply it. But and he, he will give us enough resources. Uh, weigh, eh, eh, eh. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone was telling me last Sunday. Sunday, where they oh, where was they nabra, 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 I don't remember. Where they he was saying, oh, that church is not, only, it's not even more than two years. And, and oh, they have all these instruments. They have drums. They have guitars. They uh, I think they are supported by whites. <laughs> ah. I just smiled. I said, you church no." None of all those things I've been purchased by anyone outside this church. It has been our worker here. No one rents this church for us. It has been our labors here. But let me ask you why has God allowed it to happen? Because our motive is right. But I'm trying to encourage you. (inaudible) Don't let your motive. (inaudible) Don't let your attitude. (inaudible) Don't let your zeal. Don't let it be diluted. We are not here for fame. We are not here for money. We are here because we have the truth to the generation. Are you hearing me, church? You young men, you ought to be on fire. We all ought to be on fire. Whenever you have free time, use it to preach somewhere. Use it to evangelize somewhere. Give some trust somewhere. Be on fire. Be moved by the Holy Ghost. When you meet with your brothers, what are you talking? Share the word. Get into the message. This is what we ought to be doing. We ought to be on fire for the word. Because before us, we have a dying generation. Before us, we have a, 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 a generation that has no hope. Who is going to help them? We are the hope. the hope. To this generation. You are the hope. To our generation. You see. When you talk about Abraham. Abraham at his time. He was the only reason. Hallelujah. Amen. That God did not destroy. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. He had already sent down the angels. To go and destroy the city. But Abraham was still on God. Says God please wait. God asked him. Just give give me 50 people only. He couldn't find them. but in that interchange Abraham delayed God to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah hallelujah amen it was because of their burden it's a that abraham had abraham is a type of the bride and it was his burden that that he had. said wait somebody's still out there let us see we have to have vision as a church Abraham had vision. This delayed the wrath of God. We, God, we have to get these souls here. We have to do this here. We have to do that here. For you, Lord. And said, are you sure? He said, yes. Okay, count to them. It's not enough. Okay, what about this number? What about this number? All the way down. And he said, okay, okay. Okay, okay God. I have there my cousin, Lord, and his family. God told Abraham, "It's all right. I'm not going to destroy those." I'll send an, I'll send these angels. Take them out and then I can destroy the rest. Did you know there is something similar between Sodom and Gomorrah and today? In the days of Noah, God destroyed the earth with water. In our generation, is going to destroy it with fire. It is the prophecy. And the angels went there. They didn't have a place to stay. The place was so dirty spiritually speaking. And you know, as they were coming to the the house of Lord, some young men and old men saw them. Said, oh, we want you. We want to know you. And they said, and they ran into the in, into the house of Lord. And the men came. Oh, we want to know them. And Lord said, These are my guests. You can't do this. Said, no, we want to know them. And, and so one angel. Or both of them, I don't know, they blinded them. And of course, Brother Barnum speaks of this. And he says this has already happened in our time. There were three angels one remained with the bride and two remained, uh, went to the Sodom and Gomorrah and we find that these ones who went to Sodom and Gomorrah they blinded these people by their message, they blinded them they could do miracles they could do signs and wonders but what did they do their signs and wonders blinded them Okay, this is a little bit deep. Please, put on a spiritual thinking cap now. In our generation, we have had three goddess generals, three main goddess generals. One, Billy Billy Graham, to the evangelicals. Eh, eh, And uh, two Orro Roberts To the Pentecostals Three William Branham Branham. To the bride Now the other two what did their message do? It gathered a multitude. But she, what happened when they were gathered? Under uh, uh, people like Oral Roberts ministry. Mighty miracles were done. Signs and wonders. And there are many after his ministry today. But what happens? When they did those things, these people's eyes were blind. It's just like if the Pope today performed one miracle. How many Catholics would leave Catholicism? Saying that they're following the message of the hour. No, God is here among us. It will blind them. And this is what has happened in our generation. generation. But But the angel that remained with Abraham, what did he do? He designed Sarah's heart he called the new name of Abraham he called the new name of Sarah and what did he do there right there and then they had their body changed because of this angel's message let me tell you we too in our generation we have received an entire message God has sent to us that angel an angel means a messenger with a message not to blind our eyes deeper into our denominations but this message has come with one purpose to bring forth our body change one of these days we are going to change our body that is what the rapture is it has Amen has come to prepare us for the coming of the Lord. It's Amen. the present truth. It's, it is not a new thing. It has happened before. But friends, if we are going to be the, the, the answer of Abraham, let me ask you, Abraham was the type of the bride and if we are the bride today what are we doing with the lost soul? Do we have anybody at all? Okay let me ask you another question. When Melchizedek came to Abraham did Abraham have other business to do? Yes or no? Did he? He did. He was not idle. But Abraham had a promise before Melchizedek came. He didn't have a son. And out of that, a very huge generation of men So he was waiting. So we are also waiting. We have a promise from God. The The promise of the rapture. So we are waiting. But while we are waiting, God sends a messenger God sends a messenger with a message to fulfill our promise but not too many have paid attention when Abraham received that message, he, he left everything he was doing. He, 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 he asked, please come, please, come, Lord. Jango. My Lord, sit. And, 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 and he sat. And he, you know, he was like all yeah. over the place. You know, what can I get? He, Sarah, make, make he, he entertained the Lord. He made this priority. Everything had to come after. Job can come after. Games can come after. My personal ideas can come after. The only thing I want to know about now is my messenger and I want to know the message that he has because this is the message of my hour if I miss this moment I may never get it again brethren we have the message of the hour it is this hour this moment. moment let us seize the moment and be serious with this The message that we have received. I don't know if you are getting something here. So he said, "I'm not making a church." I must have started some fellowship organization. I have never done that and I will never do that now. I have no interest in those things. But I do have an interest in the things of God and the people. And if I can accomplish just one thing, I will be satisfied. That one thing is to see established a true spiritual relationship between God and man. Wherein men become new creations in Christ. Filled with his spirit. And live according to his word. Have you heard that? But there are many people who would preach the message. And we think it's only about teaching and and. and and educating our mind. But Brother Banama said the purpose of the message that he had was this. Listen, this one thing: to establish a true spiritual relationship between God and man where men become new creations in Christ, filled with his spirit, and live according to the word. So if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you are not a part of those that have attained his purpose. By the way, what we have done Let me tell you, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you need to know that you need him. And you ask. And you cry. That the Lord will fill you. For any time from now, rapture is on. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, though you've been coming to church, you will be left behind. forgive me for speaking preaching words but I'm telling you the truth I believe you will love me better when I tell you the truth whether you're my brother whether my friend I'm telling you the truth you, know, you must be sure that you are full of the Holy Spirit. Don't just come to church for the sake of somebody. We are not here for associations. We are here for one thing. To get a relationship with God. Whatever we do, that is the main aim. When we invite youth conferences, that is the aim. That is the aim. We have three services in the week. That is the aim. If we learn to pray, that is our aim. To get a relationship with God. To be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me wind up. I'm not ending this, the lesson, the, 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 the theme, but I'm ending the service tonight. Uh, Genesis chapter 6 verse 13. With Genesis chapter 6 and verses 13. We shall read 13-22. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and be, behold I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood, rooms shalt thou make in the ark and shalt pitch it with within and without with pitch and this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of the length of the ark shall be 300 cubits the breadth of the ark 50 cubits and the height of its uh, of it 30 cubits a window shalt thou make to the ark and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above and a door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof with lower second and third stories shalt thou make it. And, I be, and behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh. What in is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy son's wives with thee. And of, every, and of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort shalt thou bring into the ark, to keep them alive with thee. They shall, make, they shall be male and female, of foals after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, and of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep the, them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee and it shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. I see you've been reading in your Uganda Bible. Now, I want you to see that Noah had specific instructions when God told Noah to make the ark. This was not a usual ark. It was an ark with instructions from God. Noah Noah did not mind who agreed with him. Or who disagreed. Noah was only following one voice. The voice of God. That instructed him and told him how the ark should be. The type of wood. The type of windows and everything, the pitch, everything, God had told him how it should be. And why did God tell him to do this? Because God was telling Noah to prepare people because it was going to rain. So what was the message of the hour at that time? It is going to rain. That was the message of the hour. Now many people did not believe it. Many people did not accept it. One of the reasons why is because it had never happened before. But with God there is no new thing under the earth. So to God this it was not true because it was out of the mouth of God. It wasn't new because it was out of the mouth of God. But it was true. Whatever God speaks is true there was no proof at the time that it could happen but building the ark was the only provided way in that day and I want to say in every generation Lord has a provided way he sends them the message of the hour which will beat and beat and shake them to look at a reality that is very far away from their reality. Now the things that the Bible says today it looks as if it is unreal. And we tell you that Brother Barnum says but because we tell you brother Branham says many of you think it is Branham's teaching can I tell you today it it has nothing to do with William Branham for example I've discussed this with some of you. Where he said under no circumstance. Should I believe a mother nan believe? So brother. Uruganda. Brother Barnum has made it very hard. But brother Banam was a messenger. And I want to tell you that is not new. Show me anything new that Brother Branham preached. That is not here. That is not here. Everything Brother Branham preached. Could be backed up by the Bible. Did you hear what I said? In the Old Testament. And in the New Testament. The Bible is very clear when it comes to marriages. How Christi- how uh, followers, believers in God, should always marry of their kind. In the Old Testament, it was in a shadow. It was in a type. Because we know that Israel was natural, but for us we are spiritual church. Abraham called. Uh, his servant and told him touch my thigh swear swear that my son Isaac will not marry from these women that we live within did you hear that? who were they? they were Canaanites they were not of their <inaudible> of their tribe or of their lineage, <inaudible> and he wanted to marry from among his people. <inaudible> and it was a very important thing for Abraham. <inaudible> he said to Eliezer, "Swear!" <inaudible> and Eliezer swore. But it was a very difficult thing. The place where he was going to go look for a wife. Was very far. And he had never been there maybe before. But. Because he gave his word. He believed in God. He believed in God. And what did he do? When he reached this wealth. The Bible did not say. He was sampling every guy. Sister, can I have your number? Sister, can I have? Sister, can I have? Sister, was it what he did? He went on one corner and he prayed. He said, God, have mercy on me. I ask for a sign that one sister that will come and I will ask her to water my camels, to to, to give me water to drink. And she also waters my camels voluntarily. Ah, that will be a sign, Lord. That she's the one you have given me for my master's son. And now she came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She didn't, the Bible doesn't say that she tried very many. So, I'm sure she just, he just stood there and was looking. And when his heart moved, as Rebecca, was it Rebecca? Rebecca passing. His heart moved. He said, uh, excuse me, sister. I fast. Can you give me water. water? She brought water. And quickly, she went and started feeding the car. This man was (inaudible) happy. Thank you, Jesus. Now, do you tell me it's a new thing today? For me to tell you, don't ask for every sister's number that you see. Do you think it's a new thing? The message of the hour is the same. From the beginning is the same God who gave wives. Is the same God who gives wives today? Is the same way. But the Banam said, if, if we follow the same way, the, the same condition that somebody else followed. We meet the same conditions they met. God will do the same thing. That he did for them. Oh, if he doesn't do it, he he did a mistake in the beginning. Do you know you have a right to tell him? God, look, I'm like so and so in the Bible. I don't have a child of my own and yet I'm married. Now let me go to church and pray. Come and pray and pray and pray. And then you say, God, I've met the same condition. And you take that from your heart. And you say, I've met the same condition. Now, if God doesn't give you a child, like he gave to Hannah, Either you've not met the same condition, or God did a mistake in the beginning. Does God do mistakes? Is He the same? He will do the same thing over and over. He will never get get it because it's the same God. Meet the conditions. And then see if God will not do the same thing. That's the good thing about our God. By the way, let me tell you church as I'm finishing. Our God is very predictable. Very predictable. There are some people you work with, and you don't know what they will do next. There are some people you can be with in life, and you know for them, they, they always have surprises. So you will not know what he will do next. But when you see Luanga, Luanga know him, if he has done this, it means this is happening. God is like Wanga. That you can predict him. Are you hearing me? Don't. It's only you who is unpredictable. God is only counting on you. On your choices and decisions. But why am I saying you can predict God? Go in the Bible. Read character after character. This one did this. God God did did this. This. This, this, this one did, this. God God did, did this. this. This one God did, God God did, God did this. And God has always done the same thing. <laughs> Not new thing. Not new thing. Not you think. So, friends, even in marriage, you can predict God. Before you are Adam. disappointed with God, first go to the scriptures. So go Bible. Study all those people who got married. From Adam. How was it? You go to the next one. You go to the next one. You go to the next one. And by the time you are done, check your life. Have you met the same conditions? If you haven't, you have always been the problem. But God can never fail. To those who meet the conditions. Because the message of the hour does not change. It's always been and will always be the same message. Because it's the present truth. I cannot say that I've really gone into the teaching. But like I say, this is just the beginning. I I trust that God will help us to get deeper and deeper into the subject and see, of course, as much as he wants you to get, you will get. Let us stand on our feet. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I'd like us to first pray. Do you have any need that you'd like to bring before the Lord? Let us ask him. Lord Jesus, we want to come before you this evening. Father, this has been a little uh, broken down message tonight. But, Lord, you can be able to uh, put the pieces together and give your children exactly what they desire in their so hearts. The few words that have been spoken, Lord, your spirit in them will be able to follow that up and make it a reality into their hearts. Father, Lord, you know that the only purpose I also have the only reason that I have to stand behind this sacred desk Lord is that your people shall have a relationship with you They receive the spirit of God and be totally changed into the, the image of Jesus Christ. Which Christ that when you come Lord at that day we shall be found ready ready for your coming. Bless our hearts, Lord, I pray. Grant every desire, Lord. Spiritual needs in our midst, Father. Physical needs, Lord. May you meet them all and let your spirit have you out of your way, Lord, in our midst. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can you switch? Can you switch just a little bit? Yes. Uh, I'd like us to sing, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Amen. Amen. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Will Jesus, I'll never forget